You're listening to the Blended Family Podcast, a weekly show with a strong focus on strategies and methods to help your family thrive. Blended families face many difficulties and challenges, which can sometimes drive families apart. The goal of this podcast is to help your blended family grow together through these challenges to create the peaceful and loving home you desire. Here is your host, Melissa. Hello, thank you for listening to episode 74 of the Blended Family Podcast. I apologize for forgetting to mention on last week's show about this month's contest. I know I announced it at the beginning of the month. This month, I'm giving away a $20 Amazon gift card. To enter in the contest, all you have to do is submit a review for me over at iTunes, and to get directly to my page there, just type in blendedfamilypodcast.com forward slash iTunes. I really appreciate your reviews because it helps people on iTunes when they're looking around for new podcasts to listen to. I want to help as many families as I can. I'll be choosing a winner at the end of this month. So at the end of April, I will announce the winner on May 9th. I'm waiting until then because sometimes the reviews take three to five days to come through and I want to give you the full month to get it done. I really do appreciate your honest reviews and they also help me to get to know what you like and what you don't. Also, our Facebook group is growing, and I truly enjoy interacting with you all over there. If you're not already part of our group, please join us over at blendedfamilypodcast.com forward slash group. This is a private group, so anything we share there is only for us members. So let's get into today's topic, shall we? Kind of a heavy topic today. I want to talk about abuse in the blended family I know there are some of you right now being abused, or maybe you know someone who's being abused, or there is some type of abuse going on in the family. I have a listener who I've personally corresponded with who suffers from spousal abuse, and I've tried to help her as much as I can. Obviously, I can't share her name to protect her privacy, but I want to help you if this is your personal situation, and if someone close to you is going through it, maybe this show can help you understand their perspective and show you how to help them. Let me say first, I have not personally been a victim of abuse, so I can't actually know what it's like for myself, but Sean knows a lot about this because his dad abused his mom when he was growing up. So he has a real soft spot for abused women and children in his heart. His dad was an alcoholic and when he got drunk, he would beat his mom, never him and his brother, but they would see it. It was so damaging to him as a young boy, and I do believe some of the anger that he struggled with back in the beginning of our relationship stemmed from some of that. So that's why I thought this might be a good topic to cover. Now, there are different types of abuse that can go on in a family, and regardless of who is the abuser and who is the abused, I can assure you that every single person in the family will be affected by it. There's physical abuse, which is defined as the use of physical force that may result in bodily injury, physical pain, or impairment. Physical abuse may include, but is not limited to, such acts of violence as striking with or without an object, hitting, beating, pushing, shoving, shaking, slapping, kicking, pinching, and burning. There's verbal abuse, which is defined as the excessive use of language to undermine someone's dignity and security through insults or humiliation in a sudden or repeated manner. There's emotional or psychological abuse, which is defined as any act, including confinement, isolation, verbal assault, humiliation, intimidation, 
infantilization, or any other treatment which may diminish the sense of identity, dignity, and self-worth. And there is sexual abuse, also referred to as molestation, which is defined as forcing undesired sexual behavior by one person upon another. When that force is immediate, of short duration, or infrequent, it is called sexual assault. Now, these kinds of abuse can be combined, and other times the abuser may use just one type. I couldn't tell you which form of abuse is the most damaging, as they are all deplorable. But each type can affect victims in different ways. The abuser can also choose one family member to abuse, as in the case of Sean's father, or they may choose to lash out at everyone in the family. Abusers can be men or women, adults or children. Many times, abusers may have grown up being abused and are repeating patterns, but that's not always the case. Like I said, Sean has never laid a hand on anyone, so it had a different effect on him. He grew up wanting to be nothing like that. When it comes to blended family homes, we have to look at why this is so damaging. No matter what type of family you have, abuse is always damaging. What's concerning with the blended family is that you have more people now that are going to be affected, essentially two families instead of one, and you have more children to worry about possibly. Some people have the thought that abused people deserve this, that they somehow should have known that this was going to happen, that there's always warning signs, or they blame the victim for not leaving right away. So let me just start by saying the victim is never at fault. Listen, we don't know why people stay in abusive relationships. Love is a funny thing. We should never point fingers at people for staying. You know, my future mother-in-law, she stayed for many years, and none of us understand why, but in her mind at the time, she thought it was best to stay for the kids. Of course, back then it was a little harder to leave, but it can always be scary to leave an abuser. They make threats, they scare you into staying, they make you feel like you have no other option, that you're worthless. That's for spousal abuse, but what about abused children? They can't leave, they're stuck until they're old enough to leave. So let's just leave all of the judgment out of the show today. Judging people's decisions doesn't help them move forward. We are all where we are for whatever reasons. What we need to do is help people get out of these situations. And if it's you, you need to learn how you can get out of it. As I mentioned, sometimes people become abusers because they're modeling behavior that they grew up around, but that's not the only pattern that repeats itself. Many victims go from one abusive relationship into another. These are patterns that can only be broken with self-work. If you're a person who seems to get involved over and over again with abusive personality types, the best thing for you is to remain single for some time. And during that time, you need to go into some therapy to try to learn what it is that's drawing it to you. Many times it can be watching a parent who is abused, low self-esteem, and so many other things that could be deep within your psyche. The only way to break the cycle is to do the self-work required with a trained therapist. There are other things you can do as well, though therapy is the most important, but you need a circle of friends, trusted people, people who build you up and encourage you. You need to take up hobbies and things that interest you. Learn about what makes you happy, what inspires you, what you don't like, until you learn how to be alone and love yourself and know yourself intimately, you shouldn't date. You don't want to continue patterns that aren't working for you. 
In other cases, there's not a repeated pattern. There are plenty of times where abusers just start abusing without a warning and you've never experienced anything like this before with them. Sometimes there are warning signs maybe, but let's all think of how many relationships we've been in and we ignored signs because we were so in love. Maybe not on the abuse level, but other warning signs we ignored like excessive drinking or laziness, sloppiness that only got magnified. And we all think, well, I guess I should have known back then. The same can be said here, but most of us ignore little signals that we could be paying better attention to. Now, if you are in an abusive relationship right now, what can you do? Let me start by saying if you are in danger or your kids are in danger, you need to get help immediately. I'm going to give you some information right now so you can go grab a pen. If you don't have one, don't worry. I will repeat these at the end of the show and I will link to these in the show notes for you. Okay, the first is the National Domestic Violence Hotline. They have a great website with lots of resources for you, which is www.thehotline.org. If you feel like your computer is being monitored and you're not safe to use the site, just call the number at 1-800-799-SAFE, which is also 1-800-799-7233. The other number is the Child Help National Child Abuse Hotline, which is 1-800-4-A-CHILD or 1-800-422-4453. And their website is www.childhelp.org. Okay, so both of those will have immediate help for you. And if you are in danger, I want you to stop listening to me right now and go call one of those numbers. If you're not in immediate danger, keep listening here, but don't discard that information. You may want to refer to it later. Those sites have valuable information such as how to find counseling, shelters, support, and much more. If you're in a situation of abuse, the first thing you need to do is find help. Regardless of whether you choose to stay or not, you still need to find some help. Therapy is the best place to start. This can be individual couples or family therapy, depending on what your personal situation is. Remember, no judgment here. But my personal opinion is that no one deserves to be abused and no one can sustain a long-term relationship that is abusive. I'm not telling you to leave. I recognize that can be difficult. But I want to let you know that even though you feel stuck, you're not stuck. There's always help out there. You just need to use your resources And I admit, I have not experienced this situation in my personal life, as I said, and I don't want you to get frustrated with me trying to tell you to get out when you think I don't know what you're going through. And you're right, I don't know, but I do know this. You deserve better. You're worth more. Your kids deserve better. They want a happy parent. You have so much to live for and do in this life. We aren't put here to take abuse. No one in this world has a right to break you down, to make you feel less than. If you feel you deserve that, then we need to work on your self-worth. There's a purpose for your life and it's bigger than this. So I really want you to think about you. Envision what your life would be like if you weren't being abused. If you had someone in your life, a partner, who is building you up, encouraging you, standing beside you, and protecting your best interests. You can have that. You deserve that. 
Some of you really don't want out because you really love this person and you think they will change. Do people change? I think sometimes they can. Anyone can turn their life around if they want to. Keep in mind, an abuser is always going to promise they'll stop. They will promise that they'll never do it again. They'll sound convincing. And some of them really mean it. But how do you know if they can change? If you want to give it a go, they absolutely need help. They need to get to a therapist with you and do the work. And nothing can change overnight. But if you see them making an effort, really trying, and you see things continuing to improve, well, then maybe. But if you're constantly doing this roller coaster and every time you move one step forward, you move three steps back, then maybe not. Only you can decide when enough is enough. But yes, I do believe that some people can change. But in many cases, people revert back to their old selves. Let's talk about child abuse for a moment. As a parent, it's our job to protect our children. If you are allowing your child to be abused, then you are just as guilty. They are helpless, defenseless children. If you are getting abused along with them and you won't leave, send them out. Send them to a family member's home or call the hotline I mentioned earlier. You need to remove them from the situation. It's one thing for you to allow yourself to be abused, and I don't agree with that, but you've got to want better for your kids. Child abuse leaves a long-lasting, most likely permanent impression on them. It's something they're going to have to work through in their whole life. It can cause them to become abusers themselves or enter grown relationships with abusers. And if you're the one being abused and you think they aren't affected, you're wrong. Watching you get abused is affecting them more than you can ever know. Children are our precious gifts and they deserve better. We have to protect them. Aside from removing them from an abusive situation, therapy can help them cope with what they might have seen or went through. Remember, what's most important to a child is feeling safe. You're the person that needs to provide that for them. I should also mention, what if the abuser is a child abusing the other children in the home? We all know about sibling rivalry, which is normal. That's not what I'm referring to. It can be hard to tell the difference because some siblings can really get into it. One way to tell is to look and see if it's one-sided. There's a big difference between two siblings going at it than a situation where one sibling is dishing it out and the other is constantly backing down. You need to observe what's going on. Also know there's a difference between bullying and abuse. Things get more complicated when this goes on between step-siblings because it puts the parents in a position but it has to be addressed or your relationship is going to suffer. Don't blame each other as parents. We're not responsible for our children's bad behavior, but you do have an obligation. If it is your bio child that's doing the abuse, you gotta step in and take control of the situation. The earlier you put an end to it, the easier it'll be. You're both responsible for protecting the abused child. So when do you call it quits? Well, I can't tell you that. Your situation is unique, and I certainly can't tell you what to do. What I want for you is better than you might want for yourself. And sometimes making the decision to end things takes some time, or it takes time to actually separate yourself physically, even if mentally you have. And what I mean by that is when you have a family, a home, things, 
It's not as easy as just walking out the door. A divorce process takes time, and figuring out how to divide belongings isn't easy. You can start with little steps to prepare yourself for an eventual breakup. If money's a concern, you can start working, maybe secretly stashing some away, figure out a plan of where you'll go, just kind of get things in order. If you need more personal help from me, please feel free to contact me anytime by email at melissa at blendedfamilypodcast.com or by a private Facebook message, and I can try to get you the help that you need. Do you have feedback for me, questions, or do you have insight you'd like to share? Maybe you have been in an abusive relationship and have some tips. Did I leave something out? You can always email me or comment on the website show notes. Now let me give you those hotline numbers one more time. The National Domestic Violence Hotline is 1-800-799-SAFE or www.thehotline.org. The Child Help National Child Abuse Hotline is 1-800-4-A-CHILD or www.childhelp.org. And as I said, they will be in the show notes for you if you can't write them down at the moment. I hope this show is valuable to you. And if you don't personally suffer from this, maybe you know someone who does and you can share it with them. Next week, we'll be talking about bringing in a new baby into a blended family. And don't forget to submit those reviews to be entered into the monthly contest for the $20 Amazon gift card. Have a great week, everyone. Bye. You have been listening to the Blended Family Podcast. For more information, please visit the website at blendedfamilypodcast.com. Remember, to create the peaceful home you desire, all you need is love.